Hello and welcome to the next in the series of studies in John's Gospel. We're in John 10 and verse 11. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The last two talks have been about this idea of the shepherd and the good shepherd. But I want to draw your attention to something that's within this verse that perhaps we haven't noticed in our perhaps non-farming culture, perhaps in our 21st century culture. The good shepherd does not lay down his life for the sheep. It is a bad shepherd that dies because the good shepherd has to stay alert and awake to protect the sheep from wild animals, from danger. A good shepherd does not uh, abandon the sheep by dying or offering themselves their lives. They go and get help. They do whatever they can to stay alive. Jesus is deliberately saying something that startles the listeners. Not only has he shocked them by calling himself a good shepherd, we looked at that in the last uh, couple of times, but now he says the good shepherd dies. That is not what a good shepherd does. So let's try and explore this a little bit more from John 10, 11. Why does he say the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep? It's a repeated theme. Now, you know, if you've listened to any of my talks, that I always underline when the Bible repeats things, it's saying, pay attention to this. So just a couple of verses later in verse 15, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, I lay down my life for the sheep. Uh, Again, in verse 17, the reason my Father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. Three times in this discourse, Jesus says, I lay down my life. Again, in chapter 15, a verse that many of us will be familiar with, greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. And John clearly is impressed and understood the importance of these words from Jesus. For in his letter, in 1 John, we read these words, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. So what does it mean that Jesus lays down his life and allows us to be at the mercy of the wolves? The shepherd should stay alive. Why does the shepherd lay down his life? And what does this mean for us? So let's explore this together. To do this, we're going to have a little look at the context and go a little bit further. John 12, the hired hand is not the shepherd. This is the next verse in the passage. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. So we've got this understanding that Jesus is talking about being under attack from a wolf. What then is this wolf? What does he mean? Well, I think he's talking about a package that involves three elements, if you like. And the package and the elements are Satan. And the attack from Satan is to draw us into a position of being trapped or enslaved by our own sinfulness, our disobedience, the the way in which we rebel against God and therefore are unable to enter into eternal life. So the attack is both from Satan, who uses us to be uh, entrapped by our own foolishness, which will lead to death, excludes us from heaven. It means that we can't enter into all that God 
God wants for us because heaven must be a place that's free from the stupidity and the hurt and the damage and the evil of this life. We can't repeat the self-centeredness of now in heaven. Therefore, when we become slaves to sin and unable to behave in a different way, we exclude ourselves from paradise. And so this is this idea of being scattered. The sheep are under attack from death and the scatteredness means that we are separated from God and that we will experience eternal death. Jesus says that the sheep are under attack from the wolf and the wolf has caused us to be alienated, distanced, losing our inheritance with God that this life becomes all there is and we are separated from him. So why does he lay down his life? Well, we come to understand through the Old Testament sacrificial system, through the story of the Passover lamb that we've looked at in previous John sessions, we come to this, this idea that Jesus dies our death. His death is the death that we deserve through our sin that he sacrifices himself that we might not die. Now, why does he do this? Fundamentally, I believe that he is proving to us that God loves us and is desiring to show mercy. The cross, the death of Jesus, is this huge statement that says, I am willing to pay the price for your sin. I am willing to die in your place. And that demands a response from us. So why does he lay down his life? He lays down his life that he might die, that we might live. He lays down his life to show us that there is a different way. He lays down his life to show us that God is desiring to show mercy and to forgive us from our sin. He is desiring that we might have eternal life. He is wanting us to enter into a new faith, a new relationship. So that leads us to the so what. The first so what is something that I wasn't aware of till I was reading about this passage. And apparently this word lays down is unusual in that it's in the present tense. It could be translated is laying. And so there is an understanding that Jesus' death has almost begun at his birth. That in the moment of incarnation, the moment of coming into the world and becoming one with humanity, that's part of the cost, that's part of his death, that's part of his pain for us. And what that is telling us is that here is the shepherd who is seeking relationship and it's costly. He lays down eternity. He lays down the glory and the splendor of heaven. He takes on the suffering of humanity. He lays down all his power and his majesty. And he becomes a child and a man, ridiculed and rejected by humanity. Why? Because he is desperate to know us. He is desperate to have us in eternity with him. He is desperate, desperate that we might be free from our sin. He is desperate that we might have eternal life. And these verses give us this sense of the real um, yearning and desire of God to save the sheep. He lays down his life. He is seeking relationship with you and me. 
And that passage that we read in, in verse 12, we, we read the idea that the hired hand is not the shepherd because he does not own the sheep. So the second implication is not only that God seeks relationship, but that we belong to God. We're not uh, just rented by God, but we are his sheep. Now that may feel off-putting to some people who say, oh, I'm my own person, I don't want to belong to anybody. Maybe people feel that's a sign of submission. Actually, it's a deep sign of being safe. It gives us an identity and a status. We are created by God and we are his. We belong to him. He has made us. And that places us in a sense, a safe and secure place in the universe. We know who we are. We know where we've come from. We know what we are. And above all else, we are described as God's treasured possessions. We're not just a stock because the shepherd won't die just for his sheep. That's foolishness. But we are treasured because the shepherd will give his life for us. Verse 13 says, The man runs away because he's a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. And so we see that we are deeply, deeply loved. He lays down his life for the sheep. And he cares for us. And this is God's heart. And it's underlined by the repetition that then follows. Verse 14, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. I'm going to look at that in the next talk. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. He's saying, look, understand this. I really, really love Humanity, I really, really love people. I lay down my life. It's repeated again in verse 17, as I said, the reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. And I'll come back to that in a moment. No one takes it from me. It's God's free choice. It's Jesus' free decision. He wants to do this because he loves us. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up. This is the command I received from the Father. No one takes it from me. The cross and the death of Jesus is planned. It's not some accident. It's not some mistake of humanity. It's not something where Jesus failed. It was the intention he chose to lay it down. On the cross, he could have, um, as the Pharisees in, rebuked him and, and teased him for not doing, he could have come down off the cross and saved himself. But it was a decision. A decision why? Because he's desperate to save us, because we're his treasured possessions, because he wants relationship, because we're deeply loved. And it's freely chosen by the one God. Sometimes there are theological understandings that unhelpfully separate the Father and the Son and almost have two gods and the Father God punishing the Son God. And all of that is really an unhelpful understanding of the Trinity and a distortion of how God sees himself. It is God who comes to earth and chooses to lay down his life. And it's the free decision of this God on earth, Jesus. 
And Jesus tells us that he will take it up again. In other words, that the resurrection was part of the plan of salvation, that there is a victory over death. And that's the plan. He, gave, he lays down his life that death might be defeated. Remember, the wolf attacking and scattering was that we would lose life, that we would be destroyed, that we would not have eternal life. But the victory is that Jesus rises from the dead and gives us life. So, how might we reflect on this and apply it to our lives? The first question is this, what are the blessings for us of belonging to God. As you think about yourself as a treasured, created, much valued possession of God, how does that change our lives? What does that mean? And what difference does it make to our lives that God seeks us at great cost to himself? I think sometimes there is a perception that God puts up with us if we repent and turn to him he'll he'll begrudgingly accept us but really he's just looking for very very good people and that's rubbish he has come to find us to lay down his life the depth and the riches of God's love for us are indescribable in one sense and I'm struggling to find words to convey it how does that change our lives to grasp it to receive it Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, will you come and by your spirit remind and affirm again within us the wonder of your love for us. Thank you that you have laid down your life. Help us to value and know what it is to be, belong to you, to know what it is to be bought at a price, to know what it is to be so wanted. And we turn ourselves to you. We choose life. We choose to respond. And we offer ourselves back to you. Help us to live in the light of your love. For your glory we pray. Amen.